this test. <laughs> That's creepy. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And welcome to whatever the fuck episode this now is. Now recording. I'm all now I'm all <laughs> fucked up. God damn it. Episode, uh, episode two twenty-three, something like that. Holy shit, guys. Welcome to the podcast. As I said last time, uh we are doing this differently than we had been. 223, I was right. Episode 223 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Yes, hello. Uh, I think we're recording now. We are. Holy sweet shit. That was funny. Uh, So before we used the web-based thing called Zencaster, all of a sudden they were like, hey, pay for this, which, you know, in all actuality makes sense. Uh, But now we are using a Discord bot called Craig. Its icon is a weird shitty bear talking to a microphone. And when I hit record, it said it's now yeah, recording. recording. And I was not ready for that because that did not happen the last time I tested it. And it was just like such this like deep <laughs> voice. It it was great. It was yeah, unexpected yeah. and great. Uh so you know, if anything is like weird or whatever, you know, it's a new recording thing, we'll figure it out as we go. But from what I tested of it. It seems mostly fine. It seemed to pick up more background noise from my microphone because Discord's noise gating is really weird with my microphone. But, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how was how have the last couple of weeks been for you, man? Uh, pretty good. I did you do anything to celebrate Easter today or did you just hang out with your girlfriend and uh, we went out of town yesterday. Uh, you yeah. know, I've been a lifelong fan of the Islanders, and I finally got to see them at like play at home. So that was very exciting for me. Uh, which we did that yesterday. So you know, the game was at seven thirty. So we finally got out of like the arena and like out of the parking lot at about eleven, and then I had to drive home from Long Island. Uh, so I got in about like two thirty last night, and then I woke up uh, right around when you texted me, actually. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, And I've just been kind of like tired because, you know, it was a busy day yesterday. So we've been just basically doing nothing. Yeah, I (laughs) yesterday went to a family friend's uh, house to do an Easter egg hunt. There were 15 children there and a thousand eggs. Okay. And they did that while I just kind of hung out. But today we went to the zoo and we, you know, for the Easter, we brought God to the animals. Great. The emissaries of that. It was just a normal ass day at the zoo. Nothing was different. Mm-hmm. There, actually, that's not true. Some of the monkeys, it seemed like earlier in the day, had been given Easter eggs to open. <laughs> and I wish that I could show you a picture that Mackenzie took. But there was this one monkey who was just surrounded by open Easter eggs. And he was the saddest looking monkey I've ever seen. <laughs> he was just like, oh, fuck, man, I opened all my Easter eggs. What the hell am I going to do now? Uh, and so he was really depressed, but yeah, I, that zoo is okay. I don't, the last time I had gone there must've been over a decade ago. So did it make you sad in any way? Uh, yes, because I became aware of like the weird syndrome that animals in captivity get where they kind of yeah. just like walk back and forth. Yeah. It's, it, it makes it, you're like, Oh, as a kid, I thought it was fun. And like, I always hated people that were like, Oh, zoos are bad, but like. They're not great. 
No, yeah, like the tiger was just walking back and forth, mm-hmm. like in a weird zombie state on this same path. And I was just like, oh, why do I have, why am I burdened with this knowledge? Because this is just like the saddest shit I've ever seen. No, the saddest was um, there was like a, a black bear when we were when we went over the summer and like it it clearly had like a a kid or something that was like a cub taken away from it or something because it was just like pacing in distress oh yeah it was like in duress it it was just that was heartbreaking and so yeah it was the tiger that i noticed them the most with and the wolves there were like four wolves one of them was just sleeping and then the other three were just like pacing like back and forth like you know not really looking at anything and it's just like oh what the fuck like that's just so depressing to me Um, it is but no some animals are cool a lot of lizards were huge the two fattest camels i've ever seen were there (laughs) i i their names were like george and something else their names were on the tables in the cafe and i saw that before we went in and then i was like damn that's george the camel look at him he was like kind of staring directly into my eyes like he was like looking into my soul and i was like damn george that's fucked up i don't need i'm always afraid they're gonna spit we were really far away while I was staring okay, at me, it's so it couldn't get me. Um, I we did not see it because we got there just a little too late. But that zoo apparently just uh, the elephants had twin babies, which is like a one in a bajillion chance for elephants okay. to have twin babies and survive. Um, so we didn't get to see them, but I guess the zoo has been much more popular recently because of the twin babies. They like, oh, cool. they, they tell you at certain times, like, um, th- Hey, they're going to be out. Uh, and they were, they were not, they had been brought back inside when like a couple of minutes before we got to the elephants probably. But, um, mm. yeah, I guess it's super rare. I think they're like smaller Asian elephants, uh, I believe. And they, yes, yeah. yes. I, I believe Indian elephants, I believe is one. I, I can't remember. One of them was labeled as Asian elephant or something. So I don't know if that okay. was like the species of name or something, but, right. but yeah, I guess there's twin, twin babies and they're like, little, oh, that's... they're little dudes out there, but I didn't get, to I did not that. know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing too exciting. I mean, there were several kids there with my girlfriend's family, her son, and some of her cousin's kids were there. And yeah, so just it, surrounded by kids. Yeah, it was an ex- it was an experience. I played Pokemon Go. Are you in? I, ha- it again? I I have been recently. The kid, the people who were playing at the zoo sucked. Uh, so I was able to body all the gyms. They were very Great. bad Pokemon in there. But then someone like me came five minutes after me. And it was because then it's only just me in the gyms. They were able to boot me very easily. So, right. But uh, whatever. That's, I'll take it. Get some Pokestops in there. Weird shit. Mm-hmm. To send Nukia when he starts sending me gifts again. Fuck. We were we were twenty days away from becoming ultimate extreme friends, the best of friends, and he just stopped. And, and then he stopped. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, are we even friends still?" I mean, you text me most days, but still, are we even friends if we're not Pokemon Go friends? Jeez. Right. And then Nigel, he at least Nukio, I can tell hasn't played at all in a long time. Nigel plays every day. Motherfucker never sends me a fucking gift. Oh, what's up with that? I don't know. I'm going to have to confront him soon. I'm going to be like, man, we even work near each other. What the fuck is this? 
yeah, so I don't know. That's I I ate a pot roast. That's what I got. I don't know. Easter. Today? Yes, for Easter. See, I haven't even made dinner yet. I gotta make, I just uh, uh, I just like pot roast and it was good. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, uh, the, for the rest of the two weeks, who the fuck knows what went on? I don't know. My life is a blur. I'm trying to remember if anything notable happened last week, and nothing's coming to mind. Oh, I saw the Mario movie. Oh, yeah, you did. That seems kind of relevant. Yeah, to, to, to the podcast, so that's, it's, we'll pretend that's why I saved it for last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I texted you this after I had seen it, but it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like it's breaking many records. Uh, Should it be? Yes and no. I mean, like it. I I said this to my girlfriend afterwards because she liked it too. It is like. I don't know, a lot of kids movies now, like basically have the same template, I feel like, especially because it's an Illumination movie, which is the same studio that made Despicable Me and like the Minions and stuff like, I don't know, it's. It's fine. It's it's a fine movie. Uh, I don't know that it's like gonna blow anyone's mind open. Like it's okay. Jack Black is very good in it. I think. Uh, he has a song that I liked a lot. Okay. And that he, like, he sings a song. Oh yeah, and it's been going okay. viral. Like it's on TikTok. Uh, it it's pretty good. He is very good. Um, but yeah, it it like. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like the beginning of it starts like the 1980s, 90, or was it exactly 1990? I think the original Mario live action movie came out where they're just like plumbers in Brooklyn. Um, and then they get sucked into the mushroom kingdom through a pipe. Uh, and then it's just like a fish out of water situation where they find out that Bowser is um, bad and he's going to try to take over the mushroom kingdom. Uh, but Mario and Luigi get separated right at the beginning of that part, and Luigi gets captured by Bowser, and he is held captive with one of my favorite characters in the film, one of Rosalina's Lumas, who is super nihilistic and wants to die. Okay. <laughs> that uh, it, like more prisoners will come in, and it'll be like in this cutesy voice, like "Yay, more meat for the grinder," and you're just like, "This is wild for a children's movie," but I think it's yeah. Funny. Because most of the things it was saying are like not things that kids would get. And as someone who has seen a lot more children's movies recently, because I live with a seven year old, uh, I now understand why children's movies are the way they are without or with like weird jokes that kids probably would not understand. Just so you can make it through the movie. Just so that you can make it through the goddamn movie without wanting to blow your brains out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Not that this movie was like that. I mean, it had those types of jokes, but also I think it was just a fairly competently put together movie. Um, It it had a lot of references to like very obscure Nintendo things like the Nintendo game Wrecking Crew. um, Okay. Where where Mario works on a construction site like they reference that because the the foreman guy is there in brooklyn and it's like very he makes it clear that mario used to work there uh his name is spike i don't for people who played wrecking crew i don't know so like that stuff is cool donkey kong rides his skylanders cart that he had for that game 
Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so like just weird stuff like that. The DK rap plays, which people got very upset about because at the end they credit it as the DK rap from Donkey Kong 64. Like they don't credit right. Grant Kirkhope as having composed that fucking song. Uh, which he so did. they just they don't get they don't give it credit to anyone. They just say just, like, from this. It's game. from the yeah the game manifested. Interesting, it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they own that song, so in theory, they can do whatever the fuck they want with it, probably. But that is still a bummer to not give. Uh... And then it came up that I guess in the Metroid Prime remake that came out recently, they like credit the teams of the first two games as like also thanks to everybody who made these games the first time. Right. I was like, that's weird. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a fine movie. I, I don't know what to say about it without, like, spoiling the basic plot, but Bowser is good. I think that Chris Pratt as Mario is whack. I think he's just... I don't... He's just playing himself. I don't know. Did you enjoy any other performances, or would you say Jack Black was? Kind of uh, like Jack a, Black was definitely the best one. I think that Charlie Day is fine as Luigi. Um, he is good at acting like a weird scaredy cat who loves sure. his brother. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy as Peach is okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. She's not gonna like win an Oscar or something. Uh, I don't know who it is that plays Cranky Kong. I'm pretty sure that he is. Uh, famous actor but he i i liked him a lot um and seth rogan as donkey kong was not good but it was hilarious okay just because, okay like he now leans into the fact that everybody thinks his laugh is funny and so like he just very clearly does the seth rogan laugh and it's just like what the fuck is this what is this um, but yeah, I I think Seth Rogen and uh, Jack Black probably are the two that I was the most into. It, it's really okay. it's really weird because like uh, Chris Pratt and Charlie Day do the fake Italian voices in the beginning when they do a commercial for their plumbing business that has the Super Mario Brothers Super Show Mario rap theme song in it. And they okay. like they do the fake accents and then people like rip on them for like, why did you do those accents? Like we're Italian, but that's fucking weird. Uh, and like, I thought that was good. But then it was like, well, why? Why not just make the whole fucking movie like that then? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was their excuse not, not to, to do, do it. it like yeah, that. but it was. Yeah, it was. Um, it was fine. They teased a sequel. Sure. Uh, there will be one 100% because it's breaking like all sorts of records. One that I think you will appreciate is it's about this specific weekend. Um, it is like in third place, I think. And one of the movies that is ahead of it for all time box office grossing this weekend is Fast and the Furious 7. That's funny. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope it does not beat that. Uh, that's my hope because that movie okay. is better than this movie. Most definitely. I, oh, I haven't I mean, seen 100%. it. I, yeah, I like, haven't seen it, but yeah, it's a fine kids movie. My girlfriend's son liked it. She liked <clears> it. I thought it was fine. Um, yeah, I, could it, yeah, it, I don't know. Could it have been like anything else? It, it could have just been some movie named like Peter and uh, like the main characters, Peter and would it pretty much still work the same? 
Or does it need to be Mario? I think the way they wrote it, it needs to be Mario because there are two, okay, there, there are just too many jokes about like Koopas and there's a lot of shy guys and that's good. I mean that that makes it so that, like it, it does feel like a Mario movie at least. Yeah, and like they, it doesn't they do power ups and stuff. Uh good. actually I don't know. I feel like I should talk to Nuhio about this, but it like it really feels like the Sonic movie. <laughs> Okay, just better or about the same? About the same. Like, it just feels like the first Sonic movie. In a way that is just like, oh, even the final confrontation. I don't know. It's hard to explain without just giving away everything. But it just sure. it feels really very much like that first Sonic movie. Even the second one, the final fight scene, especially, is like, what's going on here? Uh, yeah, but they, you know, spoilers, they say Brooklyn. Great. Um, I didn't know Brooklyn was, uh, under attack. It, the Mushroom Kingdom comes to Brooklyn. <laughs> I, it's fucking, okay. it, you know, you gotta save your parents. Their parents are in this? It's Okay. <laughs> which I think Mario's dad is Charles Martinet, I'm pretty sure. I, did, That'd be funny. I didn't look that up, but I think that is the case. Yeah, they like go home and they eat with their whole extended Italian family, which is also really weird because I'm watching The Sopranos currently. Okay. Uh, and it just was like, yeah, wow, there are all Italian families except mine like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Feel like their grandparents lived there and they're, you know, everybody, everybody lived there. Their dad was super mean to them. Uh, Mainly Mario. <laughs> okay. How do you mean mean? He just, he's like, you're, he barely... he's like, you're wasting your life and you're dragging your brother down with you in this plumbing endeavor. It's stupid. Which this is, is weird because plumbing seems like a good field to get into. It's very lucrative. Yeah. Yeah. I think like any of the trades is probably a good, good place. Good way to go. Yeah. So I wouldn't make fun of Mario for that. Maybe for making yeah. their weird commercial with a rap in it. That you know, uh, maybe who knows, but yeah, it was a it was a fine film. That's that's a video game thing. Uh, I guess what helped was I didn't really have an expectation, like one way or the other, and then in the end, I kind of left with like I didn't really feel super positively or super negatively about this movie. It just was a movie. I kind of went into it knowing, like, expecting it to be, like, a middling kids movie. Yeah. And that's basically what we got. So. Yes, it very much is. So, that's, yeah, that's what I expected. So, I'll take it. Because it could have been really bad. I mean, have you, ever seen, right. have you ever seen the original Mario movie? No, but, like, it's trounced down so much. I didn't, like, Nintendo's way oh, more involved dude. with their, their IP now that I... I that would never happen. Yes, today. but you should watch that movie. You should get really high and watch that movie. We could do that tonight. I think you should do that because, dude, that movie's fucking insane. Like, I. Oh, it should not exist. It's so fucking wild. I bet it is the fun. I haven't seen it in like probably 20 years. I bet it would be hilarious. I just like I'm so afraid that it's but like I have no no affinity for it. So yeah, maybe I should. I bet it. it. I bet it will be so bad that it's hilarious. Mm. Is my my hot take because you just like it very clearly was people who were like, oh, I don't even know what this is. 
Like, I, right. like it's Bob Hoskins is Mario and John Leguizamo is Luigi. I heard an anecdote the other day that Bob Hoskins didn't know what Mario was. And he took the role and then his kids showed him the Nintendo game. Mm. And he's super British, apparently, which I did not know because he has a fake Italian accent in this movie. He is super British and he just apparently got really sad and was like, I acted King Lear in real plays and now I'm playing this guy. <laughs> and that's just like this fucking rules. Yeah. And then John Leguizamo was super upset about this new movie saying he'll never watch it because there's no Latino representation. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Anyways. I think you should watch the original Mario movie and report back with your thoughts because it's really, I, really fucking weird. I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll add it to the list. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that this week or in the the next podcast. I mean, I you don't, watch, you so. don't have this. It's not a I mean, no. You can do whatever. I just think you will probably think it's really fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, now I'm kind of curious. Yeah, you're. It's not what I would have expected out of a live action Mario movie. I know it's terrible going Dennis in. Dennis Hopper is Bowser. It's, God, that movie's fucking weird. Um, yeah, so with that, I guess we can get into the news that I had pulled here. Oh, my God. Looking at this, I just remembered some of these things. This is wild. So you remember Multiverses, the Smash Brothers-esque game that Warner Brothers was putting out? Uh, everybody's here. Shaggy. Um... Fucking Batman, you name it, Rick, Morty, uh, Gandalf, some of the characters from Game of Thrones, they're all there. Uh, this game has just been out for at least a year at this point, and they had seasons. You could pay real money for characters, you could pay real money for costumes, buy season passes. Um, and it's actually ironic because I this news came out right after I was reading a thread about how Multiversus was dying. The first couple weeks, it had like two million concurrent players or some like crazy shit on Steam. And now it will have like 10. At a time. Um, and they just put out this statement saying that, oh, yeah, the game's been in open beta this whole time. And so the open beta will be closing on June 25th of this year. <laughs> And it's going to relaunch uh, when the game is out for real in early 2024 with the full game. Did they call it early access before? So I, I went back and looked and people saw this. They did say it was like an open beta. Okay. But I feel like you lose the right to call something an open beta when you... I guess you can call charge. it whatever you want, but yeah, charge people for microtransactions. To unlock things in the game, to unlock characters and like play it for a year and then be like, oh, actually, just kidding. It's going offline June 25th. Yeah, that's crazy that it's just going offline. And like, I bet that it doesn't come back. Oh, that's like, do you, I bet that like it tanked so hard that WB looks at this and says, like, is it even worth it to run these servers or continue funding this development? 
I mean, yeah, maybe they are pulling it and they're going to see if they can like revamp it. And if they can't revamp it, maybe maybe it just disappears and we never hear yeah, about it. I don't again. know, because it's one of those things where like they were like talking a big game about how they were going to have all these characters. And like the first season had four or five characters and the second season had one. And then there yeah. just like, hadn't been new content for months, I guess. Um, So it's just one of those weird things where like. I can't think of another example where a game was like openly playable for a year and like you could charge for it and do all this stuff. And then it just disappears. You're like, no more. Well, that Amazon, oh, the game Amazon game. Yes, that is true. I, I don't remember. I what literally it was can't called. even fucking remember. My brother would know because he would say it as a joke constantly. <laughs> uh, so I'll have to, I'll text him and ask sometime, but I want to say the crucible. It was something very generic. It's like the crucible. Anyways, I, this is crazy and people are like losing their shit and they're not offering refunds. for any of That stuff. That is one thing that like scares me about multiplayer games. It was the crucible. It was the crucible. Okay. Yeah. That game fucking sucks. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. It's just one of those weird things where like even Google refunded everybody for Stadia and any games they bought on Stadia, whereas this, they're just like, nah. Yeah. And some companies were like, you can move that over to a different platform if you want. Like, I think Ubisoft allowed everyone to just do that. And what is even weirder about this is like people who downloaded it already can play it until the 25th, but they already took it off of storefronts. So like you can't download it again. Oh, hmm. yeah, I never touched yeah, it. I, I never, never played it. I downloaded it on Steam. So like I I think it's still on my laptop, but it's just one of those weird things. My brother basically talked me out of playing it by saying it felt really slow and floaty. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, that that was a wild thing. I was like, really? Can that happen? Are they allowed to do that? Uh I guess, I they, guess they probably had a TOS, a terms of service thing that said, sure, why not? It, but like, will it be successful for them? Probably not. No, almost certainly not. Uh, and then I had typed this first part initially, and then like hours later, it happened. Um, Ubisoft announced that they were pulling out of E3 and they were like, but we're going to hold an Ubisoft forward event on June 12th in L.A. So like around E3 mm-hmm. and then like hours later, E3 was canceled. <laughs> yeah it's sad um, it's i wonder if they still sell that jeff grubb shirt you know the meme of the guy giving the peace sign at the gravestone oh they yeah that yep. with jeff grubb over the course of e3 <laughs> um so if they still sell that shirt somewhere i want to buy that now but um yeah i i i you know I called it before. And it's one of those things where I feel like I've heard people talk about why E3 is gone and all the things like so many times over the past few years that I don't want to rehash all that. Um, But yeah, I I just think it's crazy because I guess um, they kind of like left Reed Pop holding the bag on this one where they just like decided to cancel it. And I guess it really fucked them over. Uh, What do you mean it fucked them over? Like because they were you know, planning this whole thing, like a pack style, like, Hey, come see us. And they, you know, they had put a bunch of time and resources into making this thing. And then the ESA is like, no, nah, just kidding. Right. Yeah. That, and I yeah, guess that I, I had also seen some stuff about like how the CEO of Reed pop had left that same week. Oh, so. mm. 
Uh, yeah, but I think it's... I would say I think it's gone for good now. I, let's hope because so. I, like, I, because they can't I, keep how can you back. How can you keep being like... Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah, I'm going to have to get that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't see how you can, like, year after year be like, it's coming back. Oh, just kidding. Like, mm-hmm. at a certain point, it's just like, okay, it's over. <laughs> like, the, the fo- uh, we, we finally had a, nailed the coffin shut. I really wish it did have a chance to go out in, like, a more, like, fun style. where it's, But, like, that's also on them for trying to keep it going for longer than it should have. It should have been, a bullet should have been put in it five years ago. Yeah. If not longer, so. yeah, and that that that's fine, and it's like the the similar E three esque things still go on, and that for the first two weeks of June, like Jeff Keeley's got his Summer Games Fest thing, Ubisoft is having their forward event, uh, Microsoft is having their uh, Starfield showcase, and a Microsoft showcase like on the eleventh or something. EA is doing a thing. So, like, there's still, like, four or five big, like, game events happening around when E3 would happen anyways. Keeley's got to be stoked. He's like, yes, I have won the war. I, I kind of, but, like, I feel like he had already won the war. He had, but now he can take a victory lap, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. Now it's officially over, but, like... <sighs> Even then, like, I don't know what even what he does is particularly great because a lot of the companies just kind of are doing their own thing anyway. People think that, like, for the next, like, year or two after this, there will still be a bunch of that stuff around when EA happens, but then it'll just start disappearing when companies are like, yeah, I could absolutely, you know, because like Nintendo does has no reason to do it. No, yeah, so. They can just do it whenever, and Sony's kind of hit that point. I feel like Xbox has hit that point, and it won't be too much longer. And Ubisoft will just be doing their own thing because I don't even think they were they did anything last year around E3. No, time. but what I think is hilarious about Microsoft is like, why would they pay the ESA to get on the show floor and show games and have a press conference when there is the literally the Microsoft Theater in right. L.A. Well, and they don't really have to show off games because something with Game Pass, I, it's so like, if you signed up for Game Pass, you don't really need to be shown the games as much. You, Everyone's going to be willing to just try them, you know, play them anyway. Yeah. Because you're not like, you're not trying to sell people on buying a $60, $70 game. You're just trying to sell people on this like service and just by having a bunch of games and intriguing people to just sign up for the service and then they can just play whatever they want. So I don't think Microsoft really needs like the E3 to have people come and like play their games and try their games when they can just have the consumers do that. So. Yeah. So that's that E3 dead again. It's always been dead. It's Uh, we've been talking. I want to say, remember that one uh, podcast we did, prediction podcast we did, and you said E3 is yeah. dead. And I was like, no, I think there's going to be one more. I think that was the last E3, wasn't it? So congratulations. You were right like years ago now. Thank you. So, yeah, you you were absolutely right. And I did not. I was like, no, there's going to be at least one or two more. And it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. 
at least we get something. Yes. Um, and speaking of Nintendo being able to do whatever the fuck they want, they put out a 10 minute Tears of the Kingdom gameplay video on a random like Wednesday or something. Um, and my hype for this game went from very excited to like levels that are beyond comprehension. Um, it was like a 10 minute gameplay video and Aonuma introduced it to like show some things. And really what it does is show the gameplay systems of Tears of the Kingdom, which kind of reinforces what a lot of people thought from their short teasers. But I think the implications of what you will be able to do with that stuff in the world is fucking crazy. Um, like it starts off and Aonuma's talking about in the background with his translator, like, oh, you know, you look up and you see the Sky Islands and how do you get up there? Well, there's a bunch of ways. Look, this meteor is falling from the sky. And he like goes over to the meteor and it's just like weird chunk of rock. And then he gets on the chunk of rock and is like, and this is one of the ways you can get up there. And then he uses this magical rewind power on the rock and it just rewinds time uh, to where the rock is up at Sky Island level. And then he is able to glide off and do that. Um, yeah, that specifically got me, not yeah, to yeah, cut yeah. you off, but that specifically got me excited for like, I'm hoping that there's more just like these puzzles and like, that's going to be a strong element of like doing the puzzles is this like rewind time. Oh yeah. That, that for sure will be, but also the way systems interacted with breath of the wild in the first one means that you might be right. able to use recall on any object or most right. objects, which if it is like the first game where those things retain the physics that was applied to them, that could also do some pretty wild shit with that. Um, but yeah, and then like they're they're on the Sky Islands and like they're fucking huge. So people are complaining like, oh, well, it's still the same Hyrule, even though in the video they say it's changed a lot. They're just not showing you the parts that have changed a lot because they don't want to spoil that or whatever, which even even if it's not if the systems they show in this make it so that you can interact with that world completely differently with a bunch of gigantic Sky Islands like you look at the size of those and they're huge. Uh, they, and they have like different biomes on them and things like it seems like maybe trees don't grow on the ground anymore and they only grow up in the sky islands or whatever. Um, but then the thing that I think changes the game completely is the fuse system where you can just fuse together weapons or fuse together weapons with objects um, anytime you want, really. So. That sort of gets rid of the problem that some people had with durability because fusing two items together renews their durability. Um, right. And then it makes it so that like you don't have a bunch of like weird useless weapons. You could just like fuse them together to make a new weapon. And it also gives you more reason to use different weapons and do different things. Um, but it also just means that like you can just make a weapon out of any dumb shit that's lying around. Um, like they he does like a, a rock to a stick make a giant hammer he does a stick to us like pike to make just like a dumb long ass pike um and they do other wild shit like he adds keys eyes to an arrow to make homing arrows and i think that's like the sick mm -hmm. of shit and so like 
I I thought the sickest one was when he added those fans to like he created like a log yeah. boat and then added like fans to it and then it was like a boat that he can just like a motorboat yeah, type so, of like, thing. That, that is the cool. nuts and bolts esque car stuff they showed is like you can graft together things in the environment to like put fans on wood and things like that to make boats. Um, certain the way those things work, it looks like they're not like unlimited in what they can do like there was like a battery bar so it might be you can only do so much stuff or you have to upgrade the battery bar or whatever so like you're not just gonna be able to like fly directly from the ground to the sky at least not right away with that kind of stuff um but yeah you'll be able to make all sorts of vehicles you can find like steering chassis and stuff um yeah it like that that stuff is really cool and that will allow to you to interact with the world and do all kinds of crazy shit um, and then the last thing that they showed is ascend where you can just like go to the top of anything. So like if you are inside a cave and above the cave, there is like flat ground that you could walk on. You can just fly through it. Yeah. You, you like ghost through it. I don't like, I, I was like, I don't fully understand like, this ability. it is basically it, it seems like too you can good. go through the ground which they say right. in that like there will be certain things you can't go through um so i assume it has to be either flat ground on the top or like you can't if you can't phase through certain things so like if there's like a dungeon or something you can't just phase through the ground of the dungeon like it'll be made out of some specific rock or some shit probably um yeah, and uh, it, I don't want to get too much into this because a lot of this is spoilers, but the art book for this game leaked several months ago. Um, and so one of the major fan theories about the race in Zelda that has been missing and like had gone extinct for a long time, uh, this game has a lot to do with that. Uh, okay. Which this this video confirmed with some of the enemies and stuff. Uh, so that that seems like it could be really cool. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, I don't know, like just the, the sheer possibility of what you can do with these systems. And if the systems from the previous one are still in it, like if they work in conjunction with each other, that that is not clear, but it will be crazy. The amount of stuff you can do and fuck around with in this game and interact with. Um, but the, the things that people were getting upset about seem to be like, oh, it's not clear if there's like traditional dungeons are back and all this kind of stuff. But. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, with just kind of learning, learning about that once the game comes out. Yeah, I, I still want a lot of surprises. Yeah, no, I game, which so. that is what the, that's why they did it this way. I think was just more to be like, yes. hey, these are the systems that are in this game. We're basically just doing this on begin a beginning area or a small area to show you like what is possible, but not like do a whole bunch with it. Um, right, and I I thought I thought that was good. So. I'm very excited for this game and like I, I'm pretty sure it already went gold and everything. So they, you know, it's it's going to come out in just, just That's a, little coming out a month, soon? Yeah, a month and three days. Oh, May 12th. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that is like, oh, my God, that's so, so soon. Yeah, I, I'm really excited oh, for this. Okay. Like that video made me be like, OK, they are taking this in a direction that I am excited for. Uh, mm -hmm. And i i have a feeling i will really like this game um and i don't want to people seem to really be holding out hope that they're like holding back like some secret underground section where you play a zelda i, I don't i don't think mm. so man i'm just like i 
I'm just excited for what has been shown. <laughs> we'll see. I was hoping for that because like the, that initial trailer like kind of made and it seem like nothing else that they've shown has ever seemed like that initial trailer, really. But like, I have to imagine the big it, it's not in the, the ground in the caves. It's up in the sky where like the new yeah. gimmick is. And that's fine. Like, I'm OK with that, too. Like, uh, I, I and the changes do seem like changes that I will will make me like the game more than Breath of the Wild. So like I'm. I'm more excited for this game. Than yeah. I was and like before. ascend helps so that you don't have to like climb as many cliff faces. Right. Like if, if you yes. are in a cave and you can get to the top of that thing, you don't have to climb that anymore. You can just get to the top. And just like mending weapons around like that complete, yeah. like one of my biggest complaints was the, the weapons breaking. Cause like what it did was make it. So like, if I liked a weapon, I was afraid to use it and I never, yeah. Used and it. I, because I was like, yeah, I saw so. a bunch of people saying the same thing as you, where they're like, "Oh, this pro- this mm-hmm. could fix some of the issues I had with the weapon durability stuff." So, right. I yeah, that's cool. I I think it's it's one of those things where like it seems like they tried to address that in a creative way. Um, yeah, and and that's an it's almost like a Fallout yeah. way where you're like you're just like taking like here's a broken gun, here's a broken gun. Let me put the parts together and make some like make something out of like these two broken things. So. Uh, rather than like, hey, here's my favorite weapon. I better put this away and just never use it. Because uh, that's just the type of person I am. I like to hold on to the things that I really like if it if it's like limited. And then I just like never use yeah. it. I don't, I don't know if you're the uh, you're I am that kind of well. person with items in RPGs where it's like I hoard all the consumable yes. items. And then it's like you're on the final boss and you're like, I guess it's time to use these. I don't know. <laughs> yeah exactly i even do that when like i'm playing like a, something like devil may cry or like where you get you get like your power up your like super mm-hmm. ability like i'm like i want to hold this for like a boss but then i like never use it uh for just like the the main just like normal enemies and then and then i don't have as much fun with the game so i, I gotta get better with just like using stuff that i enjoy using uh but like uh, one other option is to just not have it so like those things are limited yeah uh, you know, balance the game a little differently. And it seems like maybe that they're doing it in this case. And I'm very excited about yeah. that. Um, and one final thought I will end this on is uh, there's a lot of imagery of the master sword, like being eaten away, basically like just to the hilt. And it makes me wonder if like, what if you can just like get sword hilts and shit and just like grab shit. Oh, yeah, that'd be like cool. now I have the master rock stick, you know? <laughs> yeah and you can like yeah and then like the each sword has like different like abilities and yeah, stuff that would that'd be cool. cool so i yeah i don't know i it, i'm excited i can't wait and i it's one of those things where now at this point i don't even want them to have another thing that they show i just want to play it yeah i'm i'm ready to just like in a month now that i realize like it's basically a month away yeah. i'm ready for it um so yeah, that was that. Uh, sadly, EA is apparently laying off six percent of their entire workforce, uh, and they say it's due to restructuring. So, uh, good luck to everyone who got laid off or is going to get laid off from EA. That sucks. Uh, as usual, yeah, lots of layoffs helps. continue to happen, and then the gaming industry, and that's never good, especially because EA seems like they're actually doing pretty well. So. 
Yeah, especially like it's nice to see them coming back and like not just their old mentality of like we only make multiplayer games. It seems like they're getting into like all types of games again, which is exciting. yeah. Um, I guess to piggyback off that, I didn't put this in here. There, a lot of outlets got the ability to play uh, the new Jedi Survive Jedi Fallen Fallen Order, Order. Sur- Survivor, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, that game I cannot wait to play. It comes out the twenty eighth of this month, and it seems better in all the ways I wanted it to be better. It looks sick. I, I just hope it's just not broken. Uh, That's the the areas are much larger. Like there's like an open world city that you like recruit people to live at and the city like gets bigger and as you go and stuff. Um he keeps all his powers from the first one so you don't have to dick around with all that stuff. He has all those you can switch between Dual lightsabers, one lightsaber, double-sided lightsaber. Um, apparently, he gets, like, a sick Kylo Ren lightsaber, but it's, like, a heavy lightsaber at some point. Uh, just overall, it seems very cool. You can customize him. You can give him a mullet. So, you want to give Cal Kestis a mullet, you can do that. Because before it was just like color palettes and stuff, and people were like, Wah! right but now you can fully customize him, which is kind of weird because it's an act like a real actor playing him. But uh, you can do all that, it just seems like bigger in every way. And people seem to suggest that it all of the things I saw about it seemed pretty glowing. Like, I watched the Easy Allies video where they talked about it, even Jeff Gersman saw it and seemed to like it quite a bit. Kind of funny, liked it as well. So, um. Yeah, it seems cool. I am curious to see how that turns out. Uh, And then our last piece of news here, Vampire Survivors is getting another new DLC coming out in just four days called Tides of Foscari. Um, It is another DLC like the previous one where it is just one new ridiculously huge map that is full and huge and ready to explore with a couple characters. Uh... It's a whopping three bucks, I think. Two or three bucks. I don't remember, but I still haven't bought the last one. I didn't either. So I could just get them both and go ham. But uh, it seems like they're going to keep doing their DLC thing. I watched the trailer for this one and I wasn't sure. Like, it seems like maybe they're like going for a D&D style joke or something. I don't know. But like not to to just kind of change focus but like i heard that movie it seems like people are liking it more than yeah, i pe- thought they would people have seemed surprising. to really like that movie i am genuinely shocked yeah as that. am i but <clears throat> yeah it, it, there's, there's like a weird jo- like it's in the beginning it's like a oh it's these three characters you know wink wink and right I was like what the fuck are you talking about like it, it was basically like three classes of character like a a magician and something else and I was like I don't uh, what is this supposed to be making fun of but Uh, but more vampire survivors like that's exciting when I get excited when I want to play more of it this is this this will be fun to just kind of hop back into and play some more if I end up doing it sometimes it's just hard to go back to games like this when there are so many new games I want to try as well I am here, yes. Okay, okay. Just got quiet. Yeah, that's it for the news. So we can move into what we have been playing. 
Uh, yes. I did a bunch of random stuff. I uh, I beat Resident Evil 4. I started to play Infinite Guitars, and then I was like, I don't know that I want to play the rest of this. And then I like played Viva Pinata through xCloud. And then I like played Disney Dreamlight Valley and a bunch of other random shit. And now I'm just, I don't know. I'm doing nothing until Oof. the Mega Man Battle Network collection comes out this coming Friday. And then I'll play Jedi whatever the fuck it's called. So, I don't know. So, like, you played Resident Evil 4, and you're just like, I feel good for right now. I don't... There's nothing that, like, I really want to play. Yeah, so, like, I wanted to play Infinite Guitars a lot because it's a a turn-based indie rhythm RPG that I had been looking forward to for a long time because I follow the guy on Twitter, uh, and it came out on Game Pass. And so, like, I played it for, like seven eight hours and i think i got to like the halfway point and i was just like uh, uh, i don't know hmm. it's it's fine uh i did manage to break right. it an hour in so so that if i had okay. not made a manual save i would have had to completely start over uh i like rolled into an area that you shouldn't be able to roll into uh and then i couldn't get out and it auto saved me there i was like Cool, 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 oh. cool, but I had made a manual save just a little bit before that, so I was able to get out of it. Um, yeah, so I guess, I guess I'll just start talking about that. Infinite Guitars is on Game Pass now. It is uh, a game with really cool animation in its battle. It is a turn-based game uh, that uses rhythm elements. So, like, the main part of the game is, like, a, you are just, like, a small little chibi dude in you'll be moving around in, in like a third person action type style where like there'll be lasers or rockets coming at you and you can dodge. Um, and if you get into battle, it is turn-based. And if the enemy is attacking you, basically you are on the screen, the character that it's that's being attacked is on the screen and you'll have to hit the dodge button and move around to dodge those attacks. If you get hit, you'll take damage. Uh, but then if you attack the enemy, it is like a rock band style note highway, except instead of going... Uh, the notes coming towards you like towards the bottom of the screen it's left to right uh and so you just have to time those button presses and it's really easy for me to time those button presses so i do a lot of damage is it too easy is that uh, part of the problem it is too easy and also sort of broken sometimes like the sometimes okay. the hold notes don't work pr- as they should so like i'll end up getting like a 97% out of 100 um and the only reason that is a problem is because your attacks like you bet your health sort of it'll be like oh you can do this attack okay. but it costs 15% of your health if you get 100% on the notes you won't lose any of that health you'll just you'll do the full amount of damage and get uh. back so sometimes you like lose a little bit of health it's not that big a deal um because you can heal pretty easily outside of battle but it sometimes it's just a pain in the butt um i i think the thing that i don't like about it the most is that the story makes no sense to me. Like, I feel like I accidentally missed a crucial world building cutscene or something where it's just like all these people can like manifest guitars and shit. And like, that's fine. And I'll take that at face value. But they all keep talking about this like weird conflict with these robots 
that like I was just never really introduced to, so I have no idea what the fuck is going on 99% of the time when the characters talk to each other. Do you think that's like a end of the game plot it, twist it, or something? It might you be. There was like a halfway through the game plot twist that I was even like, is this a twist? Or do I just have no idea mm. what's going on? Uh, so Okay. It, like overall I think it's fine but yeah I got to like the halfway point and when I was like oh I would have to play this for another eight hours I was like I'm just not gonna come back to this I think I don't know if I sure. will or not like I I in those eight hours I got 620 of the achievement points so like oh wow I, I yeah I don't know and looking at the rest of the achievements like I was able to piece out that I was probably like halfway through because it talks about like Oh, do these things against specific bosses or whatever. And if it was like the same right. length or whatever, I'd have the same amount of bosses that I'd already fought or whatever. So one of those things where I was like, yeah, I don't know that I need to like go through this again. So it was only like one day of me being like, ah, I don't know. So it wasn't like a huge like time sink or like, you know. Right. I don't know. If it... But you weren't enjoying it enough to play it for. No, yeah, the animation is cool for a lot of the battle things. Outside of that, it was just like, and I, I, I like the concept of this. I just think in execution, it doesn't work as well as I would like. But I don't know. But yeah, that was that was mostly what I did. I don't need to talk about Disney Dreamlight Valley and uh, Viva Pinata. Those they continue to be the same as they have been for. Their entire existence. I don't know. XCloud works pretty good. I guess I'll say that. It does. A- anytime I've used it, it it it's better than Google. Yeah, it was just like a Sunday was, night, so. and I was like, I would play Viva mm-hmm. Pinata, but I don't have my Xbox. And I was like, can I just stream that through the Xbox app on my PC? And the answer is yes. And it pulled my save and everything. Uh, oh. and I was. And like something like Viva Pinata, like you don't. No, yeah, the latency didn't matter, and that's why I was like, "Oh, this is fine." It would sometimes like do a weird thing Mm -hmm. where like it would very clearly like lose the video feed, and then like try to re-render so everyone would look like they were getting an X-ray for for a second. But yeah, it's kind of like you're watching like a Netflix show, and it gets like yeah. So it was it was fine, other than that, and like my internet here is not the greatest usually, so I. It, it, mm-hmm. um, it was fine for that yeah so I, I was like pretty surprised by how well it worked so i think that's cool yeah good uh for me i i played resident evil 4 i started mm-hmm. that last week and i just kind of realized that like i'm not in the mood to like invest in a game okay. right now you know like invest yeah. in a story I enjoyed Resident Evil 4, but like i know if i'm in a like a different mindset i think would just work i've been mm-hmm. stressed out uh, so I just kind of like I've decided to kind of put that off a little bit. I started chapter two and I was like, I want to I want to play this when I'm really excited about mm-hmm. Resident Evil. And I just kind of realized, like, uh, I just want to have fun mm-hmm. right now. I just want to, like, shut my brain off and just have fun mm-hmm. after work. Uh, so I picked up Mario Kart oh, 8 Deluxe yeah. and, and Splatoon 3. And I'm just having a ball. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we we ju- we were just playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, yeah. online. That's been a lot of fun. Just like the two of us just going online and just playing against other people. Um, her hot hot strategy is just getting a bullet bill right at the end of uh, in the third <laughs> lap. And it works. Oh, more definitely. Than Especially if everyone's like kind of close together and there's no AI people. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'll be like third, fourth, uh, and the second lap, and then as soon as the third lap hits, like everybody gets all these amazing items, I get nothing, and then I end up like yep. seventh or eighth. Pretty much yep, every that's single how race. That would work. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, like it seems like it's one of those games where if you're really good you can just get like you can be first and just stay first and i'm just not I there gotcha. yet so so i'm still just kind of floating along in the middle of the pack but i don't care i'm still just having oh, fun shit, and you're in my you're in um, my uh switch family so you can get that dlc yeah, I've been playing all the DLC, and that's been yeah, a lot newest, of fun. The newest set, the Yoshi's um, Island track, is Chef's Kiss. It's very good. Uh, uh, what would you say? Like, are some of your favorite tracks, and just like our eight deluxe? Uh, I actually think the Yoshi's Island one might now be my favorite, but that's just because I like Yoshi's Island so much, and I I really like when okay. they replace the coins, like they go all out and like replace the coins with like something from that game or whatever. So like it's like the Yoshi coins, and it makes the sound that you it would when you pick up the Yoshi coins. Um, right. And yeah, the music is on point. That like has all the parts of Yoshi's Island. Like you go underwater. It has uh, like a snow section, a regular section, and I think that's good. Um, but I, I think overall, uh, most of the tracks that I really like are the ones from the original Mario Kart 8 DLC. So like the I like the Excite Bike track, the, the Hyrule Castle uh, is really cool. Um, and even just literally, I think all of the new tracks from regular Mario Kart 8 were like top tier Mario Kart tracks. I agree. I think one of my favorites is like the Boo Mansion. I can't think oh, of yeah. what that's called. Like the, the that's haunted very good. Thing. I like the like, the weird like I can't think of what it's called ever, but the one that's just like a dragon, basically. You like? Oh yeah, yeah whatever like, dragon. Like a lot of those just straight Mario Kart eight tracks that were new for that game, I think are fucking really good. I even really like what they did with Calamari Desert from yeah, the N64 so I, game. I didn't realize that. I, think... I guess Calamari Desert was in one of the games after uh, the N64 one, and so it's a combination of both the versions. So I guess oh, okay. that's why, like, because I was just fully expecting the N64 version, and then it was, like, slightly different. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And then I saw people talking about it. I was like, oh, that's extra cool then. Yeah. I also really like Baby Park because it's just chaos i will i hate it you just you just like as someone who's not very good at the game and you're just kind of just driving around like you can go from second to seventh to fourth in the span of like a lot and it's 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 just fun in that sense but like if you're actually trying to like legitimately win that's a double dash track and i don't like double dash so it just did Mm -hmm. tracks you know but sure yep a uh, Turtles oh, Turnpike is also fun. I, I like the, the changes they made. They're all I almost every track in the oh. game I think is really good. There was one that we were just doing today, and I was like, I haven't even seen this before, and it was so cool. It was from like yeah, the, so the all the tour. tour ones. I think you especially might think are really cool because they're all based on real life cities. Yeah. Yeah, I, but like even just outside of that, I thought it was just no. Like yeah, a, really a cool lot of track. them are pretty good. Um what the fuck the one that was in the newest set i can't remember if it was like in sweden or something i don't know but at the end you're like going through this like really colorful field of flowers and it just looks so good i yeah they're very cool i i think a lot of those ones are very good yeah 
I, I'm just like blown away. And then also just, it's just so much fun because I, I, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm not getting stressed out and like frustrated over, you know, Mario Kart or even just like going back to Splatoon. I mean, I'm just, I'm just having fun just kind of going out and playing Splatoon yeah. and Mario Kart right now. And just not stressing about like, my level you know like leveling up my character and getting better weapons and just kind of although you are kind of like with i guess both games like you need to kind of min max a little bit your uh like what you're driving and like what your weapon is but does that matter too much or do you think it in mario kart it's so minimal oh it does matter yes in mario kart Uh, actually the meta was just completely disrupted because the last set of courses actually came with balance changes for the first time and that game's existence because before it was basically, uh, Waluigi was the best character in the game. And then the close second was, uh, Rosalina. I can't remember what Waluigi's was, but Rosalina's was the cat cart with the button wheels, which is hilarious because I just naturally played that exact car and wheel combination, but with Peach. Uh, and I found okay. out that, that was broken and I was like, oh, great. Someone who knows what they're talking about is going to be like, man, are you tear whore. And I was like, no, I just this is what I always like. <laughs> um, but then they basically made it so that uh, all of the smaller characters got a speed boost basically like they buffed everybody instead of nerfing anyone so now everybody is a lot closer together so now i don't know the answer i don't now i think it might not make as big a difference it didn't it doesn't feel like it because it does feel like different Mm -hmm. characters are winning uh and i just feel i feel like i see a lot of different car types but i'm also playing like i'm a beginner and i'm probably playing against more beginners i guess that once we I guess people were saying, because I don't play online very much, I guess people would say, like, most races would be, like, eight of the exact same character in the exact same car at a certain point. Um, And this newest patch Mm. made that, so that's not the case, at least, so. Yeah, I've been just, like, rocking, like, uh, Luigi. And I think it's super cool that they added Birdo, and then they added those five question marks, and they're like, hey, five characters coming. Yeah. And if they're all returning Mario Kart characters, Funky Kong, best return. That's all I'm saying. I'd rather see Diddy. Funky Kong. What if you Yeah, but I miss Diddy. They're not going to do two Donkey Kong Who else is there? Just Mario characters? I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Just I don't Diddy know. Kong, Funky Kong, and then like Samus. Samus. Why not? Oh, I was. I was again. thinking of uh, characters who were in oh, okay. Mario Kart before. Right, I'm thinking like because like Link's been added. They, they're adding like well, just they Nintendo were, but they said that they were I'd like to see them adding characters who were in Mario Kart previously. Yeah. Oh, so, I didn't see so that. That's why that I was like Funky Kong because he was in Mario Kart Wii. I, I would take like Funky Kong. Okay. Rob was in Mario Kart DS, and then the rest of them would have to be like Mario characters. So I don't know or care for the rest of them. But Funky Kong, best come back. Best come back. I do. I would take as well. And uh, they added. I <clears throat> believe they added Dixie to the mobile game. So I think okay. Yeah, I forgot the mobile game was a thing. Tracks are from the the real life ones. So 
Uh, yeah, I would t- I would take I, there were a couple characters. I think they added Dixie and Pauline to that game, and people really want Pauline to come to this game. So, who knows? We'll see as time goes on. But yeah, I what I like about Mario Kart Eight is deluxe specifically is that like it takes a really long time to unlock all the cart pieces so you still feel like you're like unlocking new stuff all the time basically yeah i i i I I think to get all of the pieces other than the special ones i think you need 3300 coins total yeah and i only have like four yeah i I I have a lot i'm only like i think i just got near 2000 uh so yeah, it's a that's cool. I'm glad that you're having fun there. Oh yeah, it's, it's I'm having a blast right now because like we played it a uh, I don't want to say a little bit, but we played it quite a bit when it yeah, first yeah. came out on the Wii U, and then like neither one of us really touched it. No, yeah, I then. ended up getting Mario Kart 8 Deluxe when the DLC was announced, and I got it for like twenty bucks, and I played right. Not a super amount, but then my girlfriend's son wanted to play Mario Kart a lot more, so I played a bunch then, and then mm-hmm. I won a Mario Kart tournament at work. Uh, yeah, so I had played more a little bit the past, like, six months-ish, but I, yeah, I have a good time every time I play it. Right. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm so glad I did it, and uh, I, I also waited. It was on sale for, like, $40. I don't know if it's still on sale. Uh, but definitely check that out if it's, you know, because like Nintendo games rarely go on sale, especially digitally. I was able to digitally get it nice. for $20 off. So it yeah. seemed like the right time to buy it. Um, well, so since I beat Resident Evil 4, I guess I don't need to talk about it that much. Um, Would you say it changes a lot from the original? It, do- like it doesn't the change ending? the ending a lot, but it does change a decent amount from the from the original uh there's like parts near the end of the first village section um that they cut and there is one very specific boss that they cut but uh, it became very clear why that happened pretty quickly data mining on the first day of the game coming out uh they found data about uh separate ways which is ada's side of resident evil 4 um, where you play as the Ada okay. point of view, and that didn't have as many bosses, so I think they just ended up taking that boss and flipping it to Ada's thing, probably, which which will end up being DLC. Okay, like at, when they do the inevitable gold version, I bet it'll be that because the Ada's separate ways thing was not in the GameCube version of uh. Resident Evil 4, it was all the other releases, like the PS2 version and all the other ones that came out uh, afterwards, but I I always thought that was a cool thing where you play as Ada and go through that. Um, yeah, but overall, I don't know. It's It's a good game and it's a really good remake. I just, I think by the end of it, my main thought was... I don't think it's different enough from the original one to like justify its own existence, I guess. I I don't know. Like it's just one of those things where the HD versions of four are good enough. I, this does, but it also kind of ruins the horror element of it because like, 
I guess, but like if someone were to and like the part of it that is scary is like the fact that you have to stop and shoot means that you are getting more overwhelmed by the zombies just out of the way it plays. That never happens in this ever. Like every every situation seems. I agree. I agree. It just I do think if someone asked me like which one they should play today, I would tell them to play the new one. I guess I, I guess I would say the same thing. Um, I... Unless they're like they really like the idea of like like survival horror games, and they somehow just never played Resident Evil Four. I feel like it's for a very specific type of people, and most people I would recommend. And they just, just fixed the Xbox. Um controller issue like yesterday so the dead zone now works correctly in that uh, version so that's cool and they the mercenaries the horde mode that was in the base game they just put that out for free three days ago um so if you want to play the horde mode that was mercenaries was in resident evil 4 you can do that uh people data mined wesker and ada from that um and they are not in it right now so they will probably be dlc and wesker is fucking good in those mercenaries modes usually so and okay. it's I, cool i don't I really have a lot first of interest time in that, that but... wesker has been rendered in the re engine uh, oh yeah that, that's wicked cool so that's nice uh, I guess that was in the news. I forgot to talk about that. Uh, Ada's voice actress being harassed so much that she basically shut down all our social media. Yep. Good job, video Great. games. Because, uh, yeah, none of the characters in this game, like, <laughs> no one is giving an award-winning performance. Let me fucking tell. So, like, Leon is, no, has, like, fucking it's... six lines in the whole game, and they're all, like... No, Ashley, come here. In like a sort of Batman voice. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Don't harass anyone ever. But also, come on. What are we doing here? I did. I think we talked about this last week, but I did like how they like use the code names, do, but then yeah. call her by her name anyway. And it's like, I, I did. No, um, that's not I how I had that not played all, Resident so. Evil 2 remake, though. So I, I was not aware that Ada had a different voice actress this time. And I guess it was the the main oh, thing okay. was people liked the um, the old one a lot better or something. I don't know. Who cares? Don't be the dicks on the internet. Uh, yeah. So that was that was what I had done. I I don't know. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna see Scott this coming weekend, and I'm very curious to ask him how he feels about this overall. Because I I don't know. I wonder I would have thought that like Resident Evil 4 and Dead Space, the remakes would have been like relatively close for him. But after playing this, I bet that he thinks that the Dead Space remake was like fucking incredible. And this was like, uh, whatever. I mean, like, let's be clear, like the little bit yeah. I've played, I do think it's really good. Uh, but it, it didn't get me as excited about the game as like the Dead Space remake. And I think that is one of the things that I just kind of decided I want to wait until I'm really. Yeah, excited and like, don't get me wrong. I, it was very good and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, so. Right. Like, you're not saying it's bad. You're just saying like. It, yeah, it, it was it was it was a it fine, was fine game. It, it was be like, it's uh, good. 
I think like 14 or 15 hours to get through uh, on a first playthrough. And it's one of those things where like then you unlock the professional difficulty. If you want to do that, you go back and S rank it. Uh, you could right. do a whole bunch more stuff that I did not do. Oh, God, some of the boss fights are so good. Uh, and Ooh. oh, the the thing that I think is the most important that they did to this game is the island. The third act of Resident Evil Four is notoriously like not as good as the rest of the game. Uh, they like tuned that up, and I think it's much better this time. So okay, because the island hopping was not um, great. So the the island is okay, and the yeah. good. It's 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 a it's a weird thing. I don't know how to feel overall, but it was a good game. Uh, yeah, and so that's yeah. all I got. Yeah, that's all I it got. Is, I mean, it is. I don't know why, but it is I so hot in it. this room right now. I I feel like I'm gonna sweat to death. Oh, weird. I, I'm like God, the I exact opposite. Where I'm a little me. cold. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we can call it here. Uh, next podcast. Let me see. I got to do some quick. Let me do some quick maths. One, two, fuck. I don't know what I'll have to talk about next time. I'll what? be able to talk about the Mega Man Battle Network collection, I guess, but the Jedi <laughs> name I will never remember Star Wars game will not be out then. But we'll figure it out. The 28th. 20th, when does 20th. that come out? Like the 25th? Uh, so yeah, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll be able to talk about uh, me playing the Mega Man Battle Network game series for the 1200th time in my life. And let you know how the collection holds up. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back and beat Infinite Guitars, but probably not. I still need to go back and beat Assassin's Creed. You could. You could beat Black, Black Flag. Flag. You could, I mean, the world is your oyster. You could play Resident Evil 4. You could just keep having fun in Mario Kart and Splatoon. I, I kind of want to just keep having fun right because now. Because both of those games uh, are fun and good. Mm-hmm. We should play sometime. Oh, time might be hard. Yeah, we can figure it out. Like when? We'll see. Because I. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, with that, that'll do it for us <clears throat> this week. Happy Easter, if that's your jam. Uh, if not, that's fine too. Have a good time, anyways. Yeah. Uh, happy. Yep. Have a happy Sunday, or that's when we're recording. Um, as it, always, least. the theme song is Sing Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band, and you should check them out. Uh, and we will catch you guys again in two weeks. Peace out. Peace out.